Hi, I'm Mant. And I'm her mom. And this is Mom, Mant, Books and Booze. This is the book club you have been looking for. Just a mother-daughter duo who enjoy reading and talking about books over drinks. We read the same books but have different outlooks. Come join us as we open a book, open a bottle, and open our minds. Hey, Matt. Hey, Mom. What's up? Nothing much. What's up with you? Oh, same old, same old, same old. Except we have this amazing book. Right? You know, a lot of people have been talking about this author, Colleen uh -huh. Weaver. Mm-hmm. And this is the first book I've read by her. Yep. And I get why they're talking about her. Now, she... So we, we got this recommendation a lot. A lot, yes. A lot, a lot. Um, Colleen Hoover is a normal romance novelist. Uh-huh. So I'm pretty sure this was one of the more darker books yeah. she was attempting. Yeah. Um, and everybody, like, is obsessed with it. Yeah. So we're talking about Verity. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Verity. Verity. Um. You know, we were talking about doing a thriller for, because we're getting close to Halloween. Yep. And when we first started talking about this, I was like, hmm. And I looked at the top of the book and it says sublimely creepy with a yes. true Hoover pulse. I've been wanting a thriller like this for years. And so this is not what I expected, but wow, I it mean, catches you from the beginning, the it, first chapter. It does. And I'm going to, someone on, Facebook commented that it was um, disturbingly wonderful. Someone yeah. put that on Facebook that it was disturbingly wonderful. And so as soon as they said that, I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to like this book. Yeah, it, it's really good. Before we start talking about it, though. Yes. Because for the very first chapter, you need a little something to drink. You need a little something, a little something to wet that whistle. <laughs> So, what are we drinking? We are drinking just a basic Crown Royal and Coke. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. And if you're uh, feeling folly, you could use Crown Royal, like Crown Royal Apple. Oh, yeah. If you wanted to. I love, but, I love a good fall drink like that. But she drinks, um, not Verity. What's her name? Golly, her name just left me. Loanne. No. Loanne. Yeah. But um, she goes by Laura Chase. Laura Chase, yes. Which I like that name better. I like Laura Chase. I like that name. Yeah. But don't like most that. pen names like kind of like that? Like cool names that aren't usually the real name. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's cool that it was, um, he asked her like, what, what, uh, street did you grow up on? And what was your first pet's name? And yeah. I try to do mine. I would be like, uh, ninth and scraps. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's not, that that's not good. good. I was no. like, that's not good. No, I would be 11th and Goldie. <laughs> 
See, yeah, like yeah. If you live on a numbered street, it does not work. It does not work. <laughs> um, but so that's our simple drink. So if you want a mocktail, just soda of your choice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, starting out kind of simple. simple. As I say, anything that's, uh, and it doesn't even have to be Crown Royal. It could be like anything in your cabinet because exactly. it was everything he had. She just needed alcohol. And he was like, I got this. Like, you know, it's anything he had. Yeah, because she had read some stuff. But man. Okay. The first chapter. I thought. That's a hook. Oh my. Oh my. And that first chapter when she witnesses someone getting hit by a car and them running over their skull. And it, it painted a picture that was. I mean, it was, I mean, instantaneous of like, bam, bam, bam. Like, it was, what? Now, yeah. I, now I knew as soon as their interaction happened, as soon as their interaction happened, I was like, oh, he's going to be something. Like, something, obviously. I mean, you're not just going to bring a character like that in and just be like, oh, yeah. Here's my shirt. Yeah. And as soon as she had that meeting, I was like, oh, uh -huh. I bet he's in that meeting, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Because I couldn't decide if it was him or the poor dead guy, but I'm glad we didn't go with the poor dead guy. Oh. Yeah. I, I, okay. <laughs> he, one, I've never lived in a huge city. Not one that, I mean, like Raleigh is huge. But it's not to the point of level of New York. Right. She said this happens often. She said, I've been, my cars. I've been in the traffic of this, but I've never been at it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And when I, when I heard that, I was like, that's so sad. It is sad. It is sad. Um, but it definitely got the book started for me. Like, whoo! I mean, it was, I mean, it was insane. Yeah, it was Nelly. It, as, as our friend used to say, it was a Nelly Dobbins moment. Like, <laughs> oh my Nelly Dobbins. Um, but then, yeah, he gave her his shirt. So he literally gave her the shirt off his back. And, and I was, I was picturing her outfit. And I was like, man, that's kind of cute, though. I liked how she said that it was kind of high-fashioned because she had an overly-sized button-up. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's so cute. I mean, that was I was like, oh, I'd wear that any day. Yeah, I think she, I could see how she could pull it off, especially now um, in this fashion day. Yeah. But, um, so then she gets, she's been like secluded from the world recently because her mom was ill and mm -hmm. she's kind of stayed inside. And so they've sought her out based on her writing. Yes, but she's not popular. I, I know, but she, they said her style was like Verity. So, and he also said that Verity was a fan of her. She, right, she right. loved how she wrote. She connected with her. So, 
But now they did say they had other authors in the running. I wonder if they actually did. Yeah, that's that whole, you know, Amazon, we only have one left and then you order three and they all come. Mm -hmm. um. <laughs> now, um, my issue, my one, did you pick up on this, that Loanne, is that her name? Yes. Do we confirm that? Okay. Yeah. Um, her and her mother did not have a good relationship. Yes, I did. Okay. They did not have a good relationship. Yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be more. I, yeah, I think emotionally, I think there's going to be more. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, she probably has mommy issues. And then she's thrown yeah. into this weird, I mean, this situation, if if all of the stuff that's happened to this family is true, this is such a tragic tale. Uh, and, okay, obviously, from all the books that we have read, uh -huh. which is a good <laughs> amount, um, we know it's not as it seems. Right. So my first initial prediction was like, oh, he killed him. He killed he he his daughters. I was like, he killed his daughters. He attempted to kill his wife. Like it didn't work and didn't work. Um and so that was my first initial uh -huh. reaction to that. Now obviously we've picked up on more information to where he really loved his kids yeah yeah like he, he really loved his kids i'm i'm getting a i'm getting mixed vibes about him okay like i feel like he's a doting everything but he's okay. also a a stay back kind of person mm -hmm. okay okay um i also think I also think that he obviously, I think the change is that like he, I think he likes the fame from Verity. Right. And I mm -hmm. think, I think it's so, yeah, he, maybe he's the one that wants to keep the stories going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I, it's funny because. I, as I'm reading, this is another one of those structure of the book is very interesting. Where I we're reading a book it. within a book. And it's because, her manuscript or her autobiography. Yeah. And so as, as we're reading and she does some horrible things at the end of this section, we read that. But in Lowen, did I say it right? Lowen. Um, is it Lowen or Loanne? It's L-O-W-E-N. Lowen, okay. Or Lowen. I don't know. I don't know. Lowen. I think it's Lowen. Um, she is in her brain thinking that that's the two children, the two girls that died that she's pregnant with. But what if it's not? Mm. Mm -hmm. But then she goes on and on about this scar on this child's face and all that stuff so 
I really, I really need to get to the part where I read the rest of the autobiography. When she put it away and said she wasn't going to read anymore, I'm like, but what about me? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think, think my readers. Yeah, yeah. we uh, it's really that cool. book. It is really cool because when we were first looking at how we were splitting this book, uh-huh. and you said, I think there's like twenty something chapters. When I looked though, I flipped to chapter like six in the middle and i was like are these really long chapters uh-huh it's it, and, but it's not obviously yeah i i like the the um the format of this book the physical format because at first i was kind of laughing like they want you to know what chapter you're on because these chapter numbers are huge yeah. <laughs> um but i see why because sometimes she's reading that other book mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and uh now let me tell you um, I would not have stayed at that house. Why does anybody stay? Well, she didn't really have a choice. She didn't have a choice. I understand that. But, but yeah, anytime you're in a situation, why would you do that? No, and she feels like Verity is there. Like, she feels like Verity's watching her and, you the know, she's scared. Oh, I almost threw up. When when I read that, I I, I just said I just. Uh, so and I'm then just she goes up there. She goes up there, and she's like, "Oh, it's the fan." And I was like, "Oh, thank God, it's the fan. No worries, no worries." And then the TV's off. Yeah, I the think, little details. Yeah, I think. I don't She's, know. Honestly, I'm not far enough into the book to to think a whole lot, but I think okay. <laughs> that maybe She's, Verity's playing everybody. Okay. So, okay. I thought the same thing. Okay, but now you don't. But my issue, and I, I thought this out. While I read, I think, which is uh, not oh, good sometimes. Stop that. Well, <laughs> it's not good sometimes because then I don't read, like, I don't actually read what I'm reading. You know what I mean? I, I gotcha. I gotcha. But I was thinking, I was like, but how could she do that to the nurses? Like, how how can you fake that to the nurse? Oh. You know what I mean? Like, is the nursing on it? Also, the doctor, she goes to doctors. Like, he takes her to doctors. Are the doctors yeah. in on it? Yeah. This or, if we, wanna, if we really want to get dark, is he keeping her in that state? Hmm. Is he doing something that keeps her in that state? Like, she didn't really have a car accident. Oh, maybe. Holy. Hmm. And maybe now he's realized we're going to run out of money if we don't finish this series of books. Mm-hmm. I need a writer. Mm-hmm. And we, so we do have a lot of information, but we also don't. Like, of course, we always come to this where the first parts, uh-huh. the first part that we read, we're like, oh, my gosh, we're getting so much information, but we don't have enough information. We're sitting at that little, like, teeter-totter. Uh-huh. Like, oh, we can, we know some things, but we don't know things. And it's really frustrating because. That's a great word. And, like, this book is so good, but it's so good that I just want to know all the answers already. 
Yes. Like I'm already to that point. I think that's one of the things. Number one, I love about reading is because um, now sometimes you might have a time where you sit and read an entire book. And I'm sure there are mm-hmm. people out there that are ferocious readers and read a whole book in one sitting. But most of the time you have to stop somewhere mm-hmm. and it's a sign of a, this, this great writer because you don't want to. Yeah. I remember you texting me saying like, we, I gotta stop. Yeah. We got to record soon because I can't. And, and I don't know if our listeners know, we really stop at these points because we want to be mm-hmm. authentic in what we're talking about and our predictions and our thoughts. And it's and- hard not to talk about things that you already know about. Yeah. Like we don't want to, we want to make sure that we don't hint at it, anything, give anything away before we like, you know, before anyone reads it. So like we really stop. And sometimes it is the hardest thing. And honestly, this one was, this was hard. it. Yes. This one was really hard. Well, and I made the mistake of getting to that point on a Sunday afternoon when I had plenty of time to read. <gasps> I know that's I the like, word. That's why I have a that's why I typically have like multiple books. Oh, I mean, I have to. Yeah. Um, and that's, but really one of the reasons, you know, there are, there are podcasts out there that talk about books, mm-hmm. but um, they do it like in one sitting and they talk about a book. But I think what I enjoy about this is we stop and we yeah. contemplate and we really think about this book and what's going to happen next. And we kind of remember all our high school stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so did you get some did you get some weird feelings of um the housemaid when they started talking about the lock on the door? <sighs> she she asked if there was a lock and then when he added one, he put it on the inside. Uh-huh. I d- okay, I don't know. One, automatically the housemaid was like. Yeah. She was automatically like, you're this good looking dude. She's a really pretty lady. Your wife is basically, uh-huh. I mean. Yeah, she's in a coma. or and Yeah. Like a veg- vegetation state, like something like that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, and then she asked, and it's kind of towards the end of the first section we read, does Jeremy think I wanted a lock on the inside of this bedroom door because I don't feel safe in this house? I hope not, because that's not why I wanted the lock at all. I wanted a lock so they would all be safe from me. So she's got this whole thing where... um, she fell asleep years ago, and when she woke up, she had a broken wrist and was covered in blood. And she because she she did sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. So that was a very interesting turn of events. Yes, where it was just like all of a sudden she was disclosing this information. Yes, and I I wondered why she was being so dramatic to where she put a dresser. Oh yeah, I was like, girl. I think you're fine. <laughs> Relax. Relax. But now I understand it was from the other way. Like he, she wasn't scared of them. Well, she is scared of Verity, but she's yeah. more scared of what she could potentially do. 
yeah, because we need some more information on that. But then I go to the, you know, I, you watch too much TV, you read too many movies, read too many books. But then I was like, okay, is this going to be a sleepwalking thing where this whole thing is her sleepwalking? I don't know. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> maybe not. No, no. Um, but they're, they're dropping little, little hints of, of things we need to know. Now, let me tell you how, or let me ask you. How do you feel about Jeremy? What are your initial um, characteristics or feeling of Jeremy as a person? I'm I'm really back and forth with him. Okay. Usually he gives me a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but once in a while. And I, I need to think about real things. Like, there's just a, there's a hint of, I don't know what. Mm-hmm. What are you, what are your thoughts? I do think there's a hint of malintention with everything that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think he's a great dad. I think how he interacts with crew mm-hmm. and like. At first, at, at the first part of the manuscript or the autobiography, I was like, they are the cutest couple. Uh-huh. Him and Verity are just an adorable couple that just are obsessed with each other. Like, that's what it was. It was an obsession. Uh-huh. Like, two straight years of just like, and he didn't even know she had moved in. I thought that was really cute. Like, she was like, I can't break my lease. I did that a couple months ago. Like, yeah. I, like things like that where you don't notice things just because you're so in, involved, Into it. Uh-huh. involved in that person. Um, I really liked that. I don't like how unopen they are to each other. Meaning okay. like, I don't like how she didn't feel like she could voice her concerns about the pregnancy. Gotcha. Where she couldn't, she didn't feel safe enough to be like, hey, you're putting a lot of love into these kids, but now I'm feeling forgotten about. Yeah, it it, it really quickly escalated to jealousy almost for her. <gasps> yes, it was very quick. It was instantaneous. Uh-huh. It was honestly like as soon as she found out, what, well, one Everything they worded, I was like, oh, don't word it like that. Um, But like their engagement, now they call that the conceiving day. Oh, I was like, why does that have to be either or? Yeah, why do you even have to label that day? Yeah, I don't really remember. I know our, like, I know me and Ben's, like, what happened on our engagement. I don't know the day. Yeah. Like, so it was just interesting that it was so instantaneous and why she immediately thought i have lost his love like she i mean oh yeah immediately immediately yeah like i've lost i mean i've lost it and then she also worries about her body a lot yeah she was obsessed with how her body would be what would happen? And then she talks badly about her mother. There's a lot of daughter-mother things. Yeah. Yeah. You, like with Verity, with um, 
Bowen. Yeah. You got to start calling her Laura. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of like bad mouthing mothers and Verity is a mother too. So I'm wondering if this is going to be a trend throughout the book. Uh Uh-huh. This is going to be interesting for us to do this. It is, girl. (laughs) Um, I might have to mute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, there are a lot of relationship pieces in Mm -hmm. this book. I mean, even like... Rowan and her mom, we don't know that mm -hmm. whole... We know it's not the best, uh-huh. but she's still there for her. She felt very compelled to take mm-hmm. care of her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when Jeremy's looking at the pictures of his children, one thing that was interesting to me, they made a point to say that the girls looked like Verity, but the boy, the little boy looked like um, Jeremy. Yes. So... When they point stuff out. And she almost messed up that she was reading that book because she said something about, do both of the girls have an allergy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she had already, before she even got to the house, she looked up all their history. Uh It wasn't from the autobiography. She literally, that's right. She literally looked them up. And so she knew one of the daughters died from a allergy at a sleepover. Uh And then the other one died from a drowning in the lake behind their house. Which, but that it's just nightmares. Yeah, that that is like this is nightmare fuel for parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, amen. Yes. I mean, both of those things they didn't really have control over, and that's why I lost the idea of like Jeremy did it because one didn't even take place at their house. Right. So that made me question it a little bit. Now, one of them did. And I'm, and that was the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was just like, mm. I, mean, I mean, what are it the was, chances? It is bam, bam, bam. And how he reacted to it also made me go eh about Jeremy because when mm-hmm. they were talking about the first chapter, the guy getting hit, uh-huh. he was unfazed by it. And when Lo- Lowen was like. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Basically, he was like, "Oh, I've already, I like, I nothing worse can happen to me." Basically, and he, you know, he talked about losing his daughters kind of casually, like, "Oh yeah, they're, you know, I lost my daughter a couple weeks ago." And, no, and and she even states something about his facial expression, how there was no like, like, well, I, mean, I think he said, um, "It looks like he had already been like." It looked like he had been hurt so badly he can't be hurt anymore. Yeah. Just shutting down. Yeah. He is shutting down. Yeah. Um this is going to be such an interesting book. Oh yeah. This I cannot wait good. to see how it all unfolds. I mean, some of the some of the things are just like what Verity did trying to get rid of the baby. Oh, I know. Uh, that was that was a that was a painful thing to read. And did you notice that it was very selfish? Like she, all she wanted was um, for Jeremy to feel bad for her. Yes. Yeah. That was like that was a repetitive 
sentence was like, I want him to feel bad for me. I want him to console me. Yeah. I want him to panic, to worry, to feel bad, to cry for Mm -hmm. me. So it seems Verity is very selfish. Now, I do appreciate that with the writing of the autobiography, she said, this is the dark part. I am not like she stated Uh this is the dark part. I am not going to shed light on this. I was a bad person, basically. Like she, she, yeah, she sets it up that, yeah, a lot of people sugarcoat. I'm not going to. So if you're not ready, Mm -hmm. so I appreciate that because I mean, it was, I mean, it was tough. It was a tough read. Uh Um, but it's interesting to see how this is going to evolve. Yes. Because Rob is still going to read the autobiography. She's not, she's not leaving us hanging. She better read the autobiography. <laughs> um, but, but I'm, I'm thinking like you just said, this is the dark because something had to happen that they had the little boy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So and even Lowen asked that. And that's why I think she kept reading the autobiography. Mm-hmm. It, you know. Yeah. Something. Uh, something ha- or- yeah. You know, I think she thought it was going to be instantaneous. Uh-huh. So I'm interested to see how that unfolds. Like when she has the girls. Um, is it going to be like, oh, I loved him. Oh, maybe. Or not. I hope so. But I really, I really need for Lowen to get to reading. Oh, I know. Read faster. Yeah. They leave her alone in that office constantly. Read faster. Yeah. But she's reading the other book, so. Yeah. Now, um, I do appreciate that they're kind of putting Verity's personality into her previous books so we're learning more about verity without learning directly more about verity uh-huh. um, you know it talks about how her books are all about the antagonists like it's yeah. all in the perspective of the antagonist and that says a lot about a person especially because she uh-huh. says they're very dark yeah because i mean it's a villain i mean it's kind of like if we got to if you know, previous book that we read, part of your world, Twisted Tale. Uh huh. You know, it got dark there. Yeah. And think about putting it in perspective of like Ursula, thinking of her thought process. That's kind of, I mean, that's kind of messed up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but th- that's the twist that make the twist and turn to the book and mm-hmm. how the, so, so thinking, but thinking about that, wow. Um, this book is written in the perspective of Lowen. Mm-hmm. So is she the antagonist? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's good. <laughs> ooh, that that's mm-hmm. good. Wow, that was a. Yeah, that was high a level moment there. there. Level. Yeah. Yeah, that was some high. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Do I do the mic drop now? Yeah, you just need, <laughs> we need to end it here. Just no more, <laughs> no goodbye, nothing. Just out. So wow. 
Maybe there's hey, a if, if Colleen Hoover doesn't do that, we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking it. We're taking it. We're twisting the book. Twisting yeah. tail. That's good. Oh. Mom. Wow, you've struck me. So I've you struck, struck a word. Wow. That's good. I'm excited to see. And it's so funny because I bet some of our listeners have read the whole book. Because uh-huh. I know I, the people I talked to who recommended this book, you know, they're like, I want to listen because, you know, it's so fun to watch people experience something you've already experienced. Right. And they're probably going, oh, <laughs> yeah, they're all, or they're like, oh, how they figure that out? You know, it's either or. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And that's so funny because today I had been talking about that, about how like there are some things I wish I could experience again for the first time. Uh-huh. We, uh, me and a friend were talking about the Twilight series. Um, have you seen all the Twilight movies? No, I, I can't. Oh, well, no. you need to, <laughs> I need to watch you watch the last movie because the twist in that last movie is insane. And I remember I watched it for the first time during quarantine, but Ben had seen it. And so I was sitting at the computer, I can remember it, watching it and everything was unfolding and I was just like crying and I turned around and he just looks at me and he knows what's coming and I was like and I just kept watching and then the twist happens and I'm like what <laughs> like like and he was experiencing that and he was like that's so cool like to experience you that, experiencing that. that is one of the cool things about children and why I think why parents get so excited about the little things. Silly traditions and watching movies they watched when they were little and mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Because it is kind of cool when you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Watching other people's reactions to it. Well, I, I think we actually talked about this. Or someone, um, I watched this video of this like little girl. She had to be like five. Uh, and she was watching Lion King for the first time. Where Mufasa dies. You don't remit like it obviously when you watch Lion King again, it still gets you. Oh like, yeah. Uh-huh. But when you see a little kid experience that, uh-huh. oh my gosh. It just brings all those uh old feelings that you had when you uh-huh. went saw it. Um, so it's very I'm excited to talk with my friend, like one of the people that recommended this was one of my best friends or my best friend. And she was like, as soon as I told her we were reading it, she was like, oh my gosh, like you have to tell me everything like you're experiencing. So she's, li- hopefully she's listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited for hers, her reaction, like being able to talk to her after every episode or talk to her after the series and say uh-huh. like, you know, us getting to talk about it and her being able to experience it with me. So I'm excited to see that. I'm excited for this whole thing to unfold. Verity by Colleen Hoover. This one has definitely made us open a book, open a bottle, and open our minds. I mean. And it's such a fun thriller. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. not just thriller, thriller, thriller. It is story, 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 yeah. thriller, you know? Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, we thank you all for hanging in there with us as we, we talk about what's happened and we predict what is happening next. Predict our feelings. Predict 
No. Well, uh, I think I feel like next episode you'll have to tune in. Like everybody has to tune in because we'll have all the predictions. Yeah. You no, know, we're predictors. We're the biggest predictors ever. <laughs> sometimes they work. And- it, sometimes they work. Sometimes we're like, oh, we were way off. Way off. Yeah. And we're like, I wish. I, sometimes I'm like, I wish I could edit that out because I sound like an idiot now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's why I love the way we do this. Is yeah. We get to sound like idiots and then. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. And then we're like, just forget, just forget that last episode. Yeah. Don't listen. Don't, if you haven't listened to the second one, don't listen to it. it. (laughs) We don't say anything profound in that one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Cause we usually do say things that are very profound. Yeah. mm, Sure. (laughs) That's what this podcast is all about. We're scholars. There you go. There you go. Literary scholars. Oh, but I don't mean to cut this short, but you know, I got to go read. Oh, you- <laughs> I have been waiting for a couple of days to get back to my reading and I'm going to need to get on with it. <laughs> so until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.